Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Relevance for today. If it's your first time listening, welcome. If it's not, and you're one of the listeners that have been listening for the past 200 and some odd episodes, thank you. I really appreciate you all. Hey, without you being on the other end, like I always say, I would be talking to myself in the basement. Amen to that. Hey, so let's go ahead and get started. So been busy, a lot of things going on in the world, as you guys know. And, uh, hey, I'm a few pounds lighter (laughs) wearing some of my old podcast shirts, armor of God, armor of God hat. Hey, God is good, right? Got to take care of the temple. So been working on being disciplined with that. So exciting to tell you guys all that I've got different goals, but so far I have lost 32 pounds. So, (laughs) Hey, that gets a hand clap, right? Yeah. So lost 32 pounds. Yes. <laughs> okay, so on a serious note, hey, a lot of stuff going on in the world. Many of you out there hurting, suffering. You know, we've got wars going on, rumors of wars and so much stuff. Pray for Israel. Pray for the world. Pray for the heart of man. You know what I mean? And uh, I just want to get on today because I'm going to be talking about a couple different things. I'll be all over the place. You know how it is sometimes. This is going to be one of those campfire chats. You know, one of those chats where we're just sitting around. Picture yourself just sitting around in my den. We're hanging out. The fireplace is going and we're relaxed back, you know, having a cup of coffee, having a cup of tea. And just want to talk to you guys. You know, I truly love and appreciate you all. And uh, if you haven't subscribed to the shows, make sure you go ahead and subscribe and get over to the YouTube channel. I'm also on TikTok now. You can get over there, Stephen Lewis RFT, and we can connect over there as well. So I'm just going to jump right in. Like I said, you know, we've got wars, rumors of wars going on, wars continuing in the Middle East. You know, hey, that's biblical stuff, right? Biblical stuff. Wars in the Middle East, corruption, scandals, sin is on the rampage, making people scratch their heads. You know, basic morals. Morals is something of the past, it seems like. You know, it used to be, hey, let's get good morals. Let's show some respect. Respect your elders. Respect people in general. You know, there's a lot of things that have been thrown out the window, but we have to remember, Prince of this Earth, right? We need to stay focused. Like Dad always said, hey, thank you, Dad, by the way. You know, let me just say something real quick. My father, Bobby, if it wasn't for him, chances are I wouldn't even be doing what I'm doing now because he... Him and mom planted the seeds in us as kids. You know, they didn't only show us in the word of God, they actually lived it. An amazing Christ-like life. Great examples, just like LaVon always says. Um, LaVon Christensen, she'll always say, you know, your mom and dad were great examples for you guys. It's some friends of ours when we used to live in Australia, but it's, uh, it's a blessing. I'm very thankful, so thank you, dad, for the training, the equipping, We've been talking about that a lot lately, how little things, you know, the things that dad might not think I remember, we remember. 
and put into practice. So thank you, Dad. Love and appreciate you. But one of the most important things Dad always said was, remember, keep God first. And of course, we can, that's, we can back that up with Scripture, right? Matthew 6.33 of the New American Standard Bible. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these other things will be provided for you. And of course, read the whole entire chapter of Matthew 6. But in there, he talks about the birds. You know, the birds don't worry. They're out there doing their things. They go out, they eat some worms. You know, they got the beautiful clothes on ever, right? Birds are beautiful. And so they're just running around, floating around, flying around, doing their thing, living life and enjoying themselves. We need to focus on the Lord first, first and foremost. And uh, I also put in here James 4, 7 and 8, because when I talk to people sometimes, I just always think of these verses at times when people are thinking about their lives or talking about their lives or God's not doing this for me, God's not doing that for me. Well, remember James chapter 4, verses 7 through 8. And that says, submit therefore to God, but resist the devil and he will flee from you. I'm all messed up my words, flee from you. <laughs> and verse 8 is really important. It says, come close to God and he will come close to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. And of course, that's another passage of scripture that I would like to say, go ahead and read it. Whenever I share a couple verses out of a passage of scripture, make sure you go back and read the entire chapter or read the entire book. Like the book of James is very short. You could read that in less than half an hour. But in there, he says something very key. The key verse I want to point out being verse eight, which is come close to God and he will come close to you. It's about us making that first step. You know, this song from the Claymations with the Christmas show where it had Kris Kringle and everything in the Claymations were like the little statue guys. They moved around every few seconds to make it into an animation. But that's one song. I've said it before on my podcast shows about put one foot in front of the other and soon you'll be walking across the floor. And then he goes on and it says one foot in front of the other and soon you'll be walking out the door. And that's key. If he didn't put one foot in front of the other, he wouldn't get anywhere. It's the same thing with us. We have to take that first step. We can't sit back and say, oh, God, you're going to bless me. God, do this for me. God, do that for me. No, we need to get up and step into what the Lord has. Chase after him. Get in your word. Read the word. I've said it many times. Get into the word, folks. You're going to have a stronger relationship with the Lord. You're going to get to know him. You're going to get to know who the Holy Spirit is who Jesus Christ is the Son and the Heavenly Father God. You're going to get to know all three. Yes, they're separate, but one God only, three in one. That's what I believe. Amen? And so the bottom line is chase after him. As followers of Jesus Christ, remember, we have the Holy Spirit within us, and he's the comforter, the counselor. Lean on him. You know, sit back and just talk to him. Uh, Pastor Claudette Babin once said, you know, be deliberate about spending time with the Holy Spirit. Set up a little chair and table and you sit on one side and pretend, but not really pretending, but act like the Holy Spirit is sitting across from you and just spend time. Talk to the Holy Spirit. You're allowed to. The Holy Spirit's within you for, like I said, the comforter, the counselor. Holy Spirit, guide me, lead me. You know, thank you, Heavenly Father, for the Holy Spirit. I'm not alone, right? Right? Because remember, when Jesus Christ 
was raised from the dead, he went to be seated with the Father at the right hand. He's not roaming around on earth doing things. That's the Holy Spirit within us. Remember what he said, greater works will we do when he goes to be with the Father. And that's because we all have been given the Holy Spirit when we ask Jesus Christ into our life. And we have the Holy Spirit within us. Amen? So, the things going on right now in the world, I know some of you have been thinking this, and I've noticed when I've been posting like on TikTok and doing my reels on the different locations, a lot of people are gravitating towards encouraging things, um, things that build you up, things that are causing you to have that extra oomph, the extra pep in your step and things like that. So the question is, what can we do as believers in the times we are living in? Well, how about for starters, we refresh ourselves with the instructions from the Apostle Paul to the church in Galatia. Let's take a look at Galatians 5, 16 through 26. So check this out. Um, in my Bible, it has a little headline saying, living by the Spirit's power. So here's what it says. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But, and I love it, I love it when the Apostle Paul puts statements like, but, because he's got something coming, but when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, and division, and envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But, here it is, the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. Powerful. Once again, reading verses 22 and 23, which is what I wanted to highlight in the first place, it reminds us of what we need people to see in us. It's time to let the Holy Spirit shine through you in this hurting world. And that love, of course, and once again, we'll read that again verses 22 and 23, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Think about that. You could actually make a poster and put those on there and say, hey, I need to focus on these things to come out of me because I have the Holy Spirit within me, right? And of course, once again, we have to remember these facts. And you've heard me say these verses many times, but they're so important. They're key. And this love he's talking about, in that love, patience, and so forth, that love that the Apostle Paul talks about is the love that comes from 1 Corinthians 13, 
So we might as well head over there. And like I always say, when you're reading the Bible, you read the Bible like Indiana Jones. For those of you who don't know who Indiana Jones is, he would go and try to find artifacts and things like that and missions and stuff like that. He was a, uh, he would go and just archaeology stuff. You know what I mean? Go find the Holy Grail. Go find this. Go find that. But he would dig in. And one time he had an actual journal and he would go through and see a point Oh, and then it would lead to something else, and then it would go from there to there. But if we dug in the Word of God like we're investigating, like we're digging in to find the treasure, like doing archaeological work, you know what I mean? So we go in there and we read in Galatians. We read in Galatians about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. But then what if you took each one of those words and went in dove deeper? Like when we see the word love, it's like, okay, but what love is he talking about? And I've said this before, but what love is he talking about in there? Well, the greatest definition of love, of course, is God sending his son, Jesus Christ. But let's look at what love looks like in 1 Corinthians 13. So we're going to go with verses 1 through 7. So here we go. Mine's titled, Love is the Greatest. So if I could speak all the language of earth and angels and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. And I'm going to stop there for a second because I love the way he explains that. If I have, it says right here, if I gave everything I have to the poor, many people have given and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. There's no blessing in that. If you don't love others, there's no blessings in that. If you just take some money and someone asks you for money and you just throw it at them, here, take it. There's no love in that. But if you give it out of love, and you have to be, of course, you have to discern. You can't just give everything away because all you're doing then is you're enabling people. Well, if I keep giving $20 to this guy, all I'm doing is enabling him to just wait around for me to see me again and beg for more money again instead of teaching him how to fish so he can get on his own two feet and he can learn and earn money that way. But anyway, I just want to share that part about the love bit. You have to have love in everything. So here we go. Here it is, 13. So we're in 1 Corinthians 13, 4, and this is verse number 4, which starts it off with the love. Love is patient and kind. So what do you do in this day and age? We need to show more kindness. We need to show more patience, right? Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. We need to stop being rude. Stop being boastful. Stop being proud. Stop being jealous of others. When someone gets blessed, be thankful for them. You know what I mean? This is how we're going to tackle this whole way of life in this day and age we're in right now as brothers and sisters in Christ. We need to look at these patches of Scripture and live like we know what we're talking about, like we believe what the Word of God says, right? It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wrong. There we go again. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Amen? So the bottom line is it's all right there. 
You know what I mean? You take that passage of scripture and you live by that. Live by that love. Seek after God. Matthew 6, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Add those to your daily drivers. You know what I mean? Your daily drivers, your daily Bible passages that, you know what, Lord, when I wake up today, I'm going to seek after you. I'm going to love you with all my heart, soul, and mind, strength, and I'm also going to love my neighbor as myself, and I'm also going to love others the way 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7 says, and I'm going to put on the whole armor of God like Ephesians 6 says, you know, and the list goes on. You know what I mean? I'm going to trust in you and follow you, and I know you're my shepherd like Psalms 23 says, and it just keeps going, and you live off that, and that's how we're going to live a Christ-like life in this day and age, especially with the way the world's going. We need to represent, right? And so that's the bottom line with the whole love thing. What do we do as believers right now in this day and age? Show people Jesus in your life. I'm going to do the same thing. Your words and definitely your actions play the biggest role in all of this because people need to see Christ in you, the hope and glory. You don't want them to be the excuse. You don't want to be the excuse. I don't want to be the excuse on why someone turns away from Christ, right? J.J. Weeks. So we went to a concert. We saw Unspoken, J.J. Weeks, and another young guy, and they did an amazing job. Awesome concert. But J.J. Weeks, J.J. Weeks Band, awesome. So it's J.J. and then W-E-E-K-S, amazing worship leader. Oh, my word. Worship music. He's a great artist. Awesome, awesome, awesome. But he sung a song that really touched me. And I believe it touched me because this is how I want you to see me. This is how I want to be received as Steve Lewis Relevance for Today ministry. Uh, here's what I want. So he sung an amazing song. And here's what the song is titled. And I want to encourage you to look it up online. Go to Amazon, look it up, and uh, listen to it. it it's powerful. Just sit back somewhere quiet, close your eyes, and listen to the lyrics. And so here it is. The title of the song, Let Them See You. And here's the chorus line. Let them see you in me. Let them hear you when I speak. Let them feel you when I sing. Let them see you. Let them see you in me. Man. And when he sings that, you're just, oh, my word a tear wells up, you know, because I picture for me, like me saying that to the Lord, you know, let them see Jesus in me. Let them see Jesus when I speak. Let them see Jesus when I share my videos. Let them see Jesus when I do things out of love. Let them see Jesus in me. Powerful. It's truly powerful. If we as followers could grasp this concept daily as we live our lives, can you imagine in our household with our spouses, with our children, with our families, friends, coworkers, strangers, everywhere we go, if they could see Christ in us, the hope and glory, that would be rewarding, wouldn't it? It's time. We need to focus on the kingdom of God and less on the kingdom of darkness. The world is hurting. There are many hurting and suffering, and you know it, and I know it as well. The lost need a Savior, and sadly, unfortunately, they don't even know it half the time. 
Sadly, they're not even interested in salvation because they are looking at the behaviors of men instead of at the goodness of God and how he sent Jesus Christ to earth as a sacrifice, that answer to Satan's reign on the earth. Satan thought he had it made, but guess what? God had a plan. Let them see Jesus Christ in you. Amen? Yes, that's powerful. And remember, get in the word. This is important, folks. Broken record here. Get in the word. Feed your spirit man with it, right? Feed your spirit man. Pray, worship, live a life pleasing to God. It's so important. And lastly, don't forget this. Forgive, forgive, and forgive some more. And why am I harping on that? Because you know what? This guy right here would have been a dead man. But he forgave me. People forgave me. I thank God for forgiveness. I always look at followers of Jesus Christ and I say, you know what? We have no choice but to forgive others. How dare we? Of all the stupid things we've done, all the secret things we've done, the stupid things we've done in our lives before we were saved, how dare we not offer forgiveness to someone else who may have done something to us? Is it going to be easy at times? No, of course not. But remember, he forgave us, so we should forgive others. And I want to share this with you because it's really important. I think about it often. In fact, I think about it quite a bit when I'm in public and I'm praying. But you know how we faithfully pray the Lord's Prayer? We pray it in private. We pray it in public. We'll be in church services. We'll be in funerals. You know, I was at a funeral and uh, a couple months ago, and the pastor said, let's say the Lord's Prayer. And we're saying the Lord's Prayer, and I'm kind of looking around because as I'm saying the words, I'm thinking to myself, do people really know what they're declaring, what they're speaking out, what they're speaking over themselves? We need to make sure we know this. It's important, folks. I need to remind you about being careful what you pray. Because like I said, you're declaring things out loud and at times over yourselves and others. Matthew 12 in the New American Standard Bible reads, And forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And this is part of the Lord's Prayer that we've recited many times. Or an easier way of reading it would be in the New Living Translation. It reads, And forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. Do you understand what you're saying corporately or even in private? You are praying to God, our Heavenly Father, the Creator. You are praying to God to forgive you the same way you forgive others, folks. Do you hear me? This is serious. You have to make sure you forgive others. You know why? It's in the Word of God. You ready? Brace yourselves. Because if you keep reading further down past the Lord's Prayer, it says in Matthew 6, verses 14 and 15, Jesus says, for all, and this is for everybody to listen to, right? Okay. It says, for if you forgive other people of their offenses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Here's the kicker. But if you do not forgive other people, then your father will not forgive your offenses. You hear what I'm saying? When you're praying, Lord, forgive me my sins as I forgive others, be careful. 
because it also, in the New Living Translation, it reads this way, verse 14 and 15. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. Great. That sounds perfect for people who are actually doing this and forgiving others. And here's what it says, verse 15, though. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive you your sins. Please never forget this, folks. We must forgive, and then he will forgive us. We have to take that step first. We can't go before the Lord and say, hey, Lord, I need this, I need that. Lord, can you answer my prayers, blah, blah, blah. When we have unforgiveness in our heart, that's not good. Does that make sense? Forgive. Pray about it. Lord, this person did something terrible to me. Please help me forgive them. And the person who's done something terrible, Lord, I ask for your forgiveness. I also ask forgiveness of the people that I've hurt. It's not just one of these, oh, the Lord says forgive everybody, so you just have to forgive me, nanny, nanny, boo-boo. No, it's like if I've wronged someone, I need to go to them and ask them for their forgiveness and not take it lightly. Yes, you're going to be forgiven. Is it going to be forgotten? Of course not. But at the same time, you ask the Lord to clear your mind of that. Erase the chalkboard. Let me forgive them the way you've forgiven me because none of us are perfect. Make sense? And I truly hope, folks, that that makes sense. And I hope the whole episode helped. I just want to get on. I, I just feel like if I could have all my listeners in one room and we could all just hang out and talk about life together, because I know you also have things that you can encourage me by sharing. And I want you to do that in the comment section, wherever you're listening. You know, if you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, can you please do me a favor? Go over, leave me a rating. Leave me an encouraging word. Encourage others to come check out the podcast if you like it. That really helps because I just found out that we're in the top 10% in the entire world and there's well over 3 million podcasts. So we're in the top 300,000 or something like that. <laughs> but that's still exciting. But the bottom line is the more ratings we get, the more people get on and leave reviews, it's going to push us up further in the charts, just like any other organization. So I hope you're doing that for me. I'd really appreciate that if you're listening on those different platforms. But I just want to encourage you guys from my heart. You know, I just want to share that with you today. And don't forget, pray for Israel as well as all those out there hurting. Pray for the military. Pray for the hurting, the lost, the suffering. Pray for those who don't know the Lord that someone will plant the seed that can be watered by the Holy Spirit. Amen? Hey, I love and appreciate you all. Let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this opportunity to share this message today. I'm truly thankful for my audience, truly thankful for all those who listen, those who share my messages, those who encourage me as well. I just ask you watch over them all, protect them, keep them safe. We pray for all the lost, hurting, and suffering out there. We pray for Israel. We pray for the people of Israel. We pray for all those who are being harmed, abused, we ask that you just protect them, keep them safe. Send them the help they need, Lord. Use us in a mighty way, Lord. May we come to know who we truly are as followers of Jesus Christ so the world can see you in us. And I just thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Truly appreciate you being on and watching and listening. 
Thank you so much for all your support. Hey, YouTube, head over there, Stephen Lewis Relevance for today. You can get over there and subscribe to my channel and watch all the videos as well as the reels. Get connected on Facebook, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Head over to TikTok. I'm over there sharing reels to encourage people and point them in the direction of the Lord. And uh, you can reach me over at TikTok at Stephen Lewis RFT and uh, Instagram relevance for today and anywhere. Hey, with that being said, hey, I love you guys. Appreciate you so much. Take care of yourselves. Share us. Leave a comment. God bless. Love you. Peace.